welcome to Beyond Business with Wärtsilä, a podcast series that goes beyond the realms of business and seeks to find solutions to our global problems. I'm your host Atte Palomäki, and on a monthly basis I'll be talking to an expert in their field about how we can work together to make a real difference. The idea behind each episode is to look beyond the scope of profit and margins and really to discover how businesses, thought leaders and experts can rally together and use their experience, intelligence, forethought and honesty to facilitate real change. To kick off the series, I'm joined by a very special guest, Håkan Agnevall, Wärtsilä's new president and CEO. Welcome to the podcast and thank you for joining us amidst your incredibly busy schedule. Thank you, and it's a privilege to be here. It's great to be here. Today we will find out a little bit more about the man behind the title, his leadership style and, of course, his take on varied matters beyond business. It's not often you get the chance to chat with a new CEO just a few days into his tenure, so let's get started. Håkan, you have been in the role for two weeks at this point. You join us after nearly eight years as president of Volvo Buses and have also spent time at Bombardier and ABB in an illustrious career to date. I have to ask you, what drew you to Wärtsilä and what are your first impressions? With Wärtsilä, I really think that we can make a difference. Uh, We can uh, work with some of the most important questions that we have in our time. How we create a sustainable future based on decarbonization. Uh, Really important. The other thing, it's a global business and I've always enjoyed working with different cultures, learning about ways of doing business all over the world. And that's is a truly global business. And I would say the third element is innovation. Wärtsilä has a long tradition of innovation. It's really defined the company and, and that I find as an engineer and as a businessman very exciting. Now it cannot be argued that you're taking charge in unique circumstances, to say the least. From a leadership standpoint, what do you consider your biggest challenges in the current situation? I mean, obviously, the first thing is is that you cannot meet people physically. I mean, it, you, we cannot meet customers, we cannot meet our own people. And, and of course, we need to do the best of the situation, uh, meeting over, over the intranet and, and, and using the digital space. But it's not really the same. And, and, and as a, coming in as a new leader, you really want to meet as many people as possible to get to know people, but also for the people to get a flavor of you as a leader. So so that is a drawback. Um, also considering COVID, we really need to make sure that we continue to work in a safe way. And I think it's, it's really important that we keep on uh, raising or keeping a high bar. And, and we all know with the equipment we need to use, the, the, the ways of working, it Sometimes it doesn't come natural, but we cannot lower the bar. We need to keep on uh, being continuously very conscious about COVID. It's it's a very serious situation. And, and I must also say, of course, business is down right now. And, and uh, we are trying the very best we can to support our customers. I think that is really, really crucial because our customers are suffering also heavily. And we really want to stand by them with our services, with our support to make sure that they can go through this period um, in, in the very best way they can. Also for our business, that means that we need to have very good uh, control of our costs because business is slow right now. 
Speaking of leadership, how would you define your leadership style? And what should Vartsila and its stakeholders expect? So when we are talking about culture and leadership style, I think there are three critical elements for me. One is teamwork. Uh, second is continuous improvement. And the third one is about what I would call delivering on commitments. So if we take a closer look to each uh, one of these three, teamwork is about working together, helping each other, sharing knowledge and information. It's about making sure that things doesn't uh, fall between the shares, so to say. So we deliver to the customer and keep the customer happy. It's also using common ways of working. Moving to continuous improvement, that is to have the desire or drive to, to work a little bit smarter every day and, and to, to work and to learn something new every day. Um, being open uh, for ideas from the outside, trying things, and, and sometimes makes mistakes. In my world, it is okay, perfectly okay to do mistakes, uh, but of course we should learn from them and, 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 and move on, so to say. Delivering commitments, it's uh, basically delivering what we shake hands upon and, and go the extra mile to, to to make happen what we have agreed upon. And and when you have deviations, when you have problems, bring the problems early to the table, put them on the table so we can look at them together and, and work them out together. If there is time, there is much more opportunities to address problems proactively. Um, in the end, if you work on a winning team where you have good culture with continuous improvement, you're really delivering and commitments and work well together. It's a great sense of joy. It actually brings uh, a lot to your life and we do spend a lot of time on our workplace. So uh, culture is really important. Well, that certainly sounds like a nice and spicy recipe. Looking forward to that. And for 2021, what do you have in mind? What will be your main priorities? going forward and how can you leverage on your past experiences in this new role? I really think that I can contribute to that's leveraging some of the experience from my previous career. Uh, I worked a lot with technology transformation. In, in many industries, there are strong transformations driven by technology shifts, green energy or electromobility, in connectivity, in automation, and, and those trends are coming in, in marine and energy, that's less core markets, and here I can contribute with, with some of my experience. Um, I also had the privilege to, to work and live and in, in many countries, I mean in the US, in Canada, in Thailand, Brazil and Switzerland, and I have learned to work with people and customers in different cultures, and I really enjoy the, the kind of multicultural uh, dimension. And, and I, I think I can contribute here to Tvetsele as well. Then finally, I've many times led businesses with a lot of technology content. I am an engineer, and, and I really like to see how we can leverage technology, uh, both for society and, and for people. Um, let's shift gear and have a look at the big picture. 
consumers, investors and society at large expect more than products and services from companies nowadays. How do you feel about this new role of the corporation going forward? We clearly need to acknowledge that corporates are part of society and contribute to society in many ways. Um, With the big technology shifts that are coming, uh, the corporations can actually be thought leaders these days in many areas because corporations have solutions that really addresses some of the critical uh, questions in the world and, and therefore corporates needs to engage in 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 in, in a more broader uh, debate about the focus of the future then of course uh, we need to acknowledge that uh, the prime purpose of of uh, business or corporations is to create value for customers and at the end of the day making money doing so Um, but considering the the you know the big discussions about the big themes and, and that corporates can contribute, I think it's really important that we as business engage in dialogue with regulators, engage with in dialogue with governments about solutions for the future, because regulations we all know has significant impact on the context that we are working in. And how about Vertila's role in all of this? How do you see that our company can work with the different stakeholders to create true and sustainable change? Vertila has the potential to make a real difference, both in marine and in energy. And we know the big uh, themes of decarbonization addressing climate change. And here, as Vertila, we really want to engage with external stakeholders because we think we have some, some good thoughts good proposals for, for, for solutions. And I think the unique thing with Vatsel in that discussion, we have a broad perspective. It's not that we have one solution, we have many solutions, and we have the competence and experience to really engage with in a holistic and system discussion. And companies, of course, are filled with capable and passionate individuals who have their own thoughts and ideas and To leverage that social entrepreneurship is emerging as a powerful way to spur the innovation within companies. It's a fascinating concept that has has really taken off in the past years, and uh, with that, uh, you know, the individual employees and their stakeholders have been able to make a change. How do you see that? You know, this type of activity can be encouraged going forward. Now, if we start with with the current challenging uh, situation uh, around COVID, I'm really impressed by all the initiatives from our employees uh, in local initiatives, supporting society, supporting healthcare with with various activities. And and, and that is a lot of personal uh, initiatives in a good way. Then, if we go back to our business and, and... You could say the entrepreneurship. Here, I, I think that the Vatsele has, from what I understand, a, a very proud tradition. I mean, there, there, there has been a lot of innovation uh, initiatives by by uh, committed, engaged people that that Vatsele has then developed and scaled, and and that has become uh, the very fundamental of where we are today. 
Certainly, and uh, and you know, reminiscing in the past, before the COVID, of course, there were a lot of activities around these hackathons and and uh, and uh, startup cooperation. And I really hope that that all emerges now once we get back to the normal life after this era. And building on that, at uh, uh, as we both know, we have the smart technology hub that we will inaugurate this year, and I think that there we have created, we're trying to create a platform. To, to even accelerate and, and widen this cooperation. Because as you know, this is a platform where Vatsali will participate, but where we are inviting other companies, startups, established companies, other partners in an environment to work together. And we really hope that that will spur even further innovation. Certainly so. And, uh, and, and, and perhaps a, a further question on that, that how do you see that this type of... Uh, partnership, multi-sector and multi-system collaboration can be uh, beneficial to mitigate, for example, climate change? First, we need to acknowledge that climate change is a very broad topic and it's also a very complex topic. And to address it, we cannot do it that's alone. We cannot even do it as companies alone or business alone. We need to give, bring in different stakeholders and we need to, to work together in a new way uh, because we need to have a holistic perspective. Um, green solutions, sustainable solutions, it's, uh, it's a complex area and it, it needs knowledge and in-depth insight what is really sustainable. And, and here, cooperation is key. So, Håkan, let's talk a bit about purpose and the future. For you, how important is it for a company to be purpose-driven, having a clear North Star for its operations? And what are the benefits for that? Having uh, an inspiring, incredible purpose, I think it's, it's a great, first of all, a leadership tool, but it's also a great foundation to build a successful business with, with a good culture. Um, I think with a compelling purpose, uh, you can really make a, a, a good connection to your customer, uh, both an emotional connection and a rational connection. It also uh, provides a, a way to engage with your employees because basically we are here to not to only build uh, a brick wall. We are here to build a cathedral. There is a higher purpose to, to the things that we do. And I think that the purpose of Wärtsele, enabling sustainable societies with smart technology, is, is a great example of, of, of a purpose where we can really get our team together and also Uh, where we can connect with our customers and other stakeholders in society. Continuing on that connection and you know the action behind the purpose, many companies talk about thought leadership today in their own fields, but what does it really take to walk the talk and be an actual thought leader? Aspiring to be a thought leader really requires you to sharpen your thinking and really go through what you have to offer and how you how that offering can contribute to to customers and and to society in a broad sense and once you've done that 
you need to get down to communicate and, and communicate in different channels because as we talked about before, it's a broad set of stakeholders and you need to reach out to all of those stakeholders. So it requires you to, to communicate and, and spend time and effort to do that. Uh, you have spent most of your career in companies that have quite a rich history and a lot of traditions. Now you're joining Wärtsilä, which is turning 187 years this year. So how important do you feel that it's for a company to be able to combine tradition and innovation for the future? When I look at Wärtsilä, yes, it's 187 years old, but the common theme through all of these years is this... A quest to adapt and evolve and and it's also a quest to use technology and innovation in that development then what has been a kind of common theme through 187 years has been the focus on customers and also our people in having a good culture well finally I'm going to put you on the spot If you were to describe the outlook for Wärtsilä's future in one single word, what would that word be? Uh, that's a good question. I, I mean, in, in one single word, I would say exciting. All right, that sounds great. And that actually brings us to the end of today's discussion. I'd really like to thank my guest Håkan Agnevall, Wärtsilä's president and CEO, for his honesty and insight here today. Håkan, it's been a real pleasure talking to you and I hope that uh, you can join us again at some point of time to you know, give an update on how life and Wärtsilä is treating you. I'm really looking forward to that, Art, and thank you for having me today. Thank you. Please subscribe to our podcast on your platform and stay tuned for more fascinating interviews and discussions in the near future. I've been your host, Atte Palomäki, and today we went beyond business. <laughs>